0: Welcome to Dawn Patrol, the 30A morning show. Good morning! Presented by 38 Cottages and Concierge. Yeah! <laughs> Online, 38cottages.com.
1: All right, what is going on, everybody? It's Dawn Patrol, and we've got a great show today. I've got Sammy with the South Walton Fire Department. He's going to join us this morning and uh, tell us a little bit about the station and all of their capabilities up and down the coast. They have two divisions, really. they got the fire department, and they also have beach safety. We're going to get into that. And uh, we're at Pizza by the Sea today taping this, so uh, I'm staring at my uh, meatball sub right now, and I promise I won't eat it, Sammy.
2: <laughs> it looks good.
1: It does look good. So, uh, Sammy, you're joining us, and we're going to talk about some really cool things. But uh, we always want to talk to our guests about uh, being from here and learning a little bit about, more about the voices across 30A. And tell me where are you originally from?
2: Well, originally I was born in El Paso, Texas. I moved to Panama City in 1984. Um, I finally made it to South Walton in '98. That's when I started working out here and uh, been here going on 17 years now.
1: That's awesome. Yeah, local boy, uh, so I can appreciate that. I've moved around a lot right uh, with being in a military family but you know we we located back here when i was in fifth grade and uh, fortunately got to grow up and be part of the community for that long of a time uh you have family and kids
2: i do uh you know big family uh come from a big family so it's it's pretty important to me and in the fire fire district is like a, another family for me
1: what part of the 38 area do you guys uh kind of hang out in the most
2: well, uh, you know, I'm here Monday through Friday, and actually, uh, I got to tell you the truth. I actually moved uh, to West End of Panama City Beach about a couple years ago, but uh, I'm here every day. Awesome. And so, all of all of South Walton is is my family, but uh, you know, I, I like 30A.
1: Uh, do you guys come out here often as a family? What we do? What, we do. What kind of events do you guys like? Bring your kids out for?
2: Well, uh, when we come down here, of course, the polar bear plunge, which <laughs> you guys helped us out with. That's right. <laughs> That's always a big thing. Really, uh, quite honestly, I like coming down in the off season when there's yeah. I don't have to compete with uh, with the crowds. Uh, so you can find me pretty much anywhere.
1: Uh, the uh, website, uh, there's a lot of information on there that if you're coming to the area and you kind of want to know some things about the area and what you can get away with, uh, make sure you go to Southwaltonfiredepartment.org. Can you believe our kids get to grow up in an area like this? Oh are you
2: kidding? Yeah. I mean <laughs> you know I, I get I'm I'm privileged because I get to put on a mentorship for Seaside and I always always I'm amazed at the kids that go there and I always wonder I was like how cool would this have been growing up to have this kind of school yeah. in my neighborhood where hey guess what guess what we're having class today on the beach i mean that, how awesome is that
1: it really is I, I did that the other day i was uh well, it was actually in october i was walking down there i was going to do some radio from behind seaside and they're
2: having class down there
1: man right i, <laughs> I remember i used to go to shop class in a high school but uh, uh, yeah
2: shop was, shop was the highlight of the day
1: yeah that's so cool so tell me a little bit about uh the, being a fire marshal for the south walton fire department what what does your day look like sammy well it
2: First of all, I just got to say it's an honor and a privilege to to have this title. You know, I try to represent South Walton Fire District the best that I can, and, and I try to treat everybody the same, whether you're on 30A or whether you're Miramar or Rosemary. I mean, to me, it doesn't matter. Uh, yeah. my, I always tell everybody my allegiance is to that code book, and then that's kind of where I'm at. My day is usually usually involves meeting, meeting people and uh, making decisions based on safety. Yeah. And, and that's really what my primary goal is.
1: That's really cool. Sammy joins us with the South Walton Fire Department, SWFD.org. Tell me about the two divisions that you guys kind of are. I'm sure there's other divisions, but the two main ones is the fire safety and then also the beach. So let's talk fire safety. Tell me about a regular day in that department on 30A.
2: We have five stations that cover 84 square miles uh, here in South Walton, and we have ALS capabilities, which is advanced life support. We're pretty much the only ALS fire district really from Pensacola to Tallahassee. And when the guys aren't running calls, they, you know, they're, uh, I want people to know that they're not sitting at home playing checkers like like you're watching the old days, man. These guys are out there training they're trying to, trying to stay current with, with everything that's new. So uh that's that's pretty much a day it, it can go from 0 to 90 in a heartbeat.
1: Uh you've got a new engine coming down from Wisconsin right we now. We do.
2: We're pretty excited about that. It's a 105 foot aerial ladder truck. It's replacing the old one um that has served us well. It it has served this community very well. That one is about 10 years old and wow. typically fire apparatus doesn't last that long. So, you know, kudos to our guys and our our EVT, our Emergency Vehicle Tech for for maintaining it that long, but yeah. we're replacing that one. Um the, the Chiefs are up in Wisconsin right now. I know it's cold and wish you were down here in sunny 30A. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> they're flying back, though.
1: They don't have to drive it down.
2: Yeah, but still, uh, 30A beats Wisconsin snow any day. But uh, So they're they're flying back, and hopefully, you know, once they put the final touches on the truck, we'll get it delivered the next week or so.
1: That's really cool. Uh, what's the chance that a, a, a DJ from maybe like a local community radio station could be the first one to go all the way to the top in the basket.
2: Well, there's a good chance of it. <laughs> I'll wear a
1: carabiner and have like some safety harnesses up there. There's, there's
2: a good chance of it, and uh, we <laughs> can probably make that happen for you.
1: All right. That'd be cool. We'll, we'll put it out there, and uh, we'd love to welcome it down here. if there's a, Absolutely. Uh, have a little party for it when it gets down here. It's that, gonna be that would be great. That the, would be great. The Mac Bayou Road uh, station is where your new engine will be, right? Yes, sir.
2: That'll, that'll be housed there at the Mac Bayou, and that's kind of central, almost central of the district. We can get to any high-rise you know, from that location, and it, it, it's going to be good to have.
1: So an engine that size, uh, it's good for the surrounding areas as well in case you guys needed to assist somebody to the east or west. But we don't have really huge high-rises here, so uh, what else is that engine going to be in charge of?
2: Well, b- believe it or not, um, we we do have some high-rises, and, and unfortunately, you know, you, you really can't. It's 105 foot, so technically it should reach 10 stories. Right. Unfortunately, when the reality of it is, you're never going to be able to butt up next to a building and raise it straight up. So your
1: angles going to keep your it your angles going to
2: take up some of that. So you know, realistically, you're sometimes you're looking at four to seven stories, which is four to seven stories. We don't have to worry about as much. So yeah,
1: so we're going to have to ask everybody if you're going to start a fire, make sure it's on the fifth floor.
2: Yeah, at least <laughs> <That's> <laughs> fifth funny. floor and down. <laughs>
1: All right, so we're, we're joined by Sammy with the South Walton Fire. Department today, we've got some uh, really cool questions coming up in our next segment. Uh, but you know, Sammy, you, you mentioned that you're a big music fan, and uh, uh, being from Texas, and you, you got that rock kind of in you. So uh, we're going to let you DJ today, and you brought up a band that we're definitely playing for you. Oh, right on. So, so tell me, tell me why you like this song so much.
2: Well, you know this this particular song, and it wasn't until I was in in my late my early thirties, I'm, I'm a lot older than I look. It wasn't until my early thirties that I realized how how musically talented these guys were and and um and i read somewhere about this particular song they asked robert plant is your wife going on vacation he said yeah and they asked him where where to he said jamaica That's awesome. And they said, Jamaica? And he said, no, she's going on her own or something like that. I read it somewhere, and so I thought, that's kind of a cool song.
1: It is a Uh, cool song. And
2: and everybody's heard it, believe it or not, in one form or fashion.
1: All right, we won't make you sing it, but we will play it. Yes, please. We'll be right back with Sammy on Dawn Patrol in just a second.
0: Still love you so
1: We're back on Dawn Patrol when somebody flashes a badge and says play Led Zeppelin. Led Zeppelin, you do it. The fire district along 38, what is y'all's biggest challenge?
2: I think our biggest challenge is 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 that, that ev- the same challenge everybody else has, is that's access, growth. You know, Those, those are some of the things that we worry about as well. 38 um, is so popular, especially during the spring and summer. Can we effectively and safely get to someone when they call us? That's That's our biggest challenge. So, mm-hmm. you know, if you're listening out there, we need your help. Keep your address posted so we can find you, Right, make it visible, help us with access. Those are the biggest things. And when you see an emergency vehicle, fire truck, ambulance, police car, do the right thing and move out of the way if you can.
1: Absolutely. This might be a totally stupid question. Has cell phones increased or decreased your response time?
2: That That's actually a good question, and it's hard to say. I, I don't get into all the uh, triangulating your GPS and where the phone call is coming in from, but... I would like to think they've they've probably helped over the, you know, over the years. uh, More people are able to call.
1: Yeah, and I didn't know if uh, the uh, landline versus a cellular line. uh, I guess everything's registered to an address, so you would, if somebody called from their cell phone, you would assume. Right, and I think it has to
2: do with where the where the calls being, what tower's picking it up. So yeah. People a lot smarter than me are trying to figure that out. So, so what
1: you're saying is, you guys have a way of monitoring where people are with their cell phones.
0: No, I'm just kidding. I'm
1: just kidding. All right, let's uh, let's talk beaches now because uh, spring break, we're right in the middle of it, and it's going on. And you guys have ten towers up and down 38 that you man all year. Uh, you do need help at the towers, don't you?
2: Actually, right now you're, you're correct. We are currently looking and actively seeking uh, lifeguards. So, if you're interested, give us a call. Come by the fire station, uh, look on our Facebook page, look on our website, and uh, fill out an application. We'd love to. We'd love to help. Uh, get your help.
1: Real quick on the requirements. Uh, so this isn't just a weekend job. This is serious. And this is seasonal guys- employment.
2: And yeah. I, I believe you have to be at least 18 years or over. And then, there's, of course, there's the physical requirements um, that I know I can't do.
1: Right. <laughs> I won't apply. <laughs> so the guard towers are back in back in operation uh, starting March 1st every year. They go through October. Tell me about the beaches for the guys that go out there and uh, watch the beaches and protect us from certain things. Uh, what's the most common stuff that goes on on the beaches of South Walton uh, for a lifeguard? Well, day? I'd
2: like to hit on a couple things real quick uh, yeah. that, that you mentioned. That, that is what they're doing out there. They're out there for your safety. It's not that they don't think you can swim or take care of yourself, but you have to respect the water and if you don't, it's yeah. like anything else. It, it can it can put you in a bad spot, and if it does, that's what those guys are there for. And they're right. there to educate as well. So, uh, you know, to, add to you asked me what is one thing that they run into quite a bit, and that's uh, probably one thing that I would have to say is lost kids, yeah. lost children. Is that unbelievable? I don't get it, but it happens. It happens more often than you think.
1: There was a, a kid that went missing uh, near Pompano Joe's. Tell me about that.
2: Yeah, it's a, you have a great memory there. Yeah, um, that's good. He— it was in the afternoon and he had been missing for an hour before he was reported which is again that's I don't understand that either but uh he ended up walking west and I think he got all the way to the jetties and why did he stop there he couldn't cross <laughs> couldn't go
1: across the jetty <laughs>
2: um, and uh, you know kid probably still be walking today I guess if he could have crossed and uh fortunately you know it's, it's a it's a good story it ends in a in, in a happy note because they found him and got him back but You know, if you're listening to this, I would just ask to just keep an eye on your kids while you're out there. They can so easily just walk away from you.
1: Yeah, we're at Pizza by the Sea. Uh, It's a a great place here at Gulf Place. And uh, Sammy's joining us with the South Walton Fire Department. Another baby story that I happen to be doing. I was working, and uh, this happened a couple of years ago. I was just kind of coming across Miramar Beach area. And, I you know, it's one of those things you look, you're like, I don't believe I'm seeing this. But there was literally a toddler, one and a half years old, standing in the middle of the road. Wow. And I stopped my car immediately coming the other way somebody also was stopped and we kind of both looked at each other i was like i don't believe this and so we both stopped our cars put the hazards on i went and grabbed the baby and we started walking and there was a girl coming oh that's our baby and i was like can you take me to your parents please <laughs> and they were like uh i was like i, I don't believe i'm handing you your baby it was in the middle of the street right uh so yeah you got to watch the kids yeah so. i mean if that
2: happens can you can you imagine how easily it is for for that to occur on the beach Oh,
1: I mean, uh, we, we were at the Noriega Point. Right. And our kid was uh, two and a half, and he just fell into a deep area. There were no waves or anything, and he went under, and I jumped in and got him immediately. You have to watch. And yeah, it, absolutely. It, it's your job as a parent to watch your kids. If,
2: if, if you're visiting the beach, you watch your kids. Or don't bring them.
1: Leave them back home with the grandparents or something. Sure. Yeah, but yeah, watch we'll your kids Watch on your vacation. kids,
2: and our guards will watch you. How's yeah, that? Yeah, or hide your kids. Yeah. <laughs> that's funny. All and right, know so, what they're wearing. That, you know what? That's important when you when you're giving us a description. Don't say Susie is wearing a pink bathing suit because sometimes there's a lot of Susies out there wearing pink bathing suits.
1: That's not good. All right. Anyways, uh, let's talk about a little bit of wildlife. Uh, but you know, the most common question I've always gotten around here are there, You know, what about the sharks? What about the right. sharks?
2: <laughs> yeah. What about the sharks? Uh, How many eat,
1: have you seen out here
2: personally? Me personally. If you're not counting Facebook or video, yeah. none.
1: Yeah, exactly. I think I've seen a nurse shark. Paddleboarding has probably increased sightings and stuff, but seriously, sure. I've never had one come up to me. But uh, you guys get to ask, ask that a lot. Never had a problem down here, have you?
2: Not that, I, not where I would say it's a problem. I mean, you, you get along the East Coast and Australia and California. Yeah, it's not like it. That, it's, it's not, not like it. that here Yeah. at all. Yeah, and they're... Now, well, are they out there? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Hey, let's talk about what's in the woods. I mean, they got bears, snakes, sure. all, all kinds of stuff. I'm terrified of the woods. <laughs> <laughs> I like the water because you can see.
2: You know what's <laughs> funny is people always ask me about the purple flag and, yeah, well, you, you know, what does it mean? I say, well, it's, it's because marine pests are prevalent. What's a marine pest? It's right. probably uh, some Jelly sort fish, of jellyfish Man or War, something. shark. And here's the thing. They're always out there. Yeah. And, and I always tell people, I said, do you ever see a brown flag in the woods? No. They're like, no. I said, what well, if there was a brown flag, I mean, not that there is one. Yeah. But they don't put one out there to let you know there's bears. You just kind of know that they're there. So yeah. it's kind of the same thing. You, you know, you just have to respect where you're at.
1: There's bears in the woods. There's shark in the water. So, yeah. anyways. All right, Sammy. Thank you so much. Let's go over real quickly uh, the, the beach flags that you brought up. So uh, sure. tell, tell me about the, it's kind of like uh, there's an analogy that I've heard, your stoplight. You know, yes. it's like green, yellow, red. You got purple, so tell me about uh, green.
2: Yeah, well, green means the conditions are good, but really any any flag condition, you still have to maintain, you know, a, a sense of, of uh, security and know where you're at, know what you're doing, don't swim beyond your capabilities. So, but the green flag means the conditions are good,
1: and uh, that's a good 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 point. Situational awareness, yes. always be aware of your area. Uh, So tell me about yellow. When you see it switch to yellow, what does that mean? Yellow means
2: uh, the conditions are are, uh, not as good as green, and they're moderate. The surf is moderate. Again, still be aware of your surroundings.
1: And then when you get to your red flags, it kind of steps up. There could be many different things about a red flag. Correct. So tell me about just a single red flag.
2: A single red flag typically means there's rip currents present and that the surf is rough and it's not advisable to go in. You know, we have a saying at the fire district, knee-deep is too deep. Okay, and then uh, your, your double red flag, get out of the water. Double red flag basically means the beach is closed. Right. The water's closed. So, no questions asked. No either. questions asked. The guys in green will write you a ticket or take you to jail if they see you.
1: And what is the fine for uh, not. That a very I don't good. know. <laughs> it could be a very. It depends on the day. but uh, Depends
2: on the day, yeah. And I don't want to know. I don't know, so. not on either.
1: Purple flag, obviously, marine pests or uh, other conditions are present. Right. Just be very careful on that. Is it possible to have a green and purple flag at the same time? Yes. There you go. All yes. Right. I was always wondering about that. Yeah. <laughs> All right, good. Okay, Sammy, thank you guys for everything you do for us around no, here. No, we thank you guys. Uh, our first responders uh, are the best, and we appreciate you guys' service in the area and, and, and taking care of us. I mean, it really comes down to that. You guys watch out for well, everything Well, It, it we truly
2: do. is a privilege to work and serve out here, and this this is such a great community.
1: Yep, and uh, count us in for the Polar Bear Plunge next year. Absolutely. Let's do something else, though. we got to do something late in the spring for you guys.
2: Yeah, we're, I think we're still thawing out from the plunge. <laughs>
1: it was cold. <cult. laughs> It was really cold. Sammy, thank you so much. You can go online, check out uh, South Walton Fire Department. That's the website, SWFD.org. That's district, by the way. District. Sorry Sorry about that. Sorry, it is district. You're right. I've been saying that the whole time. It's district. So, South Walton org. Thanks, Sammy.
2: Thank
0: you. Dawn Patrol, presented by 38 Cottages & Concierge, with properties in Rosemary Beach, Seacrest, Seagro, Seaside & Watercolor. Unpack, relax, and forget where you're from. 38cottages.com.